Hello. Hello. How you doing? I was going to say, Jess, don't forget your line. You forgot your own line. God. I did. Are you guys ready for round number two? Round two. Ding, Double ding, ding. header. Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we are here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes and I work at a busy birth center. I'm Meredith Rout and I have a home birth practice here in Winchester, Virginia. And I'm Jess McKee and I'm a doula and a birth assistant for out-of-hospital midwives. I got a call. Did I tell you about the OB call that I had this morning? Oh no, you should share that. (gasps) Yeah, I was asleep for, you know, short An hour and a half. (laughs) And my phone went off and he was a doctor and he said, hey, I am Dr. So-and-so and and I need an email for your office. Are you sure that wasn't a dream? Because sometimes I have dreams like that. (laughs) Except they're not one. Well, they're calling was, for other things. I did, not get, I did not get the happy yes, ending. Yes, doctor. <laughs> yes, doctor, it is. <laughs> Let me get that email for you. <laughs> In my pants. In my pants. And sorry, I said, go on. I said and like, as the fog is clearing, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. You hit the number for the on-call midwife line, and I was up all night, and I'm, I was asleep. So I don't, like, give me a second. And he goes, oh, my God, I am so sorry. And I said, no, 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 it's fine. Just just let the fog. And he goes, no, no, I have been there. I am so sorry I woke you up. I'm going to hang up right now like, and figure out my in. own. Yeah, I'm going to figure out my own problems. Thank you. Click. <laughs> and I was wow. like, wow. That was so Figure kind out my own him. problems. Figure out my own problems. I was like, what? Well, cheers wow. to that, Doc. Thank Can you. Can everyone figure out their own problems? You're like, um, but I'm awake. Be a much simpler place. Yeah. yeah so um, speaking of how you didn't sleep at all, we are actually pulling a double header today. Double header. When was the last time you guys like <laughs> did it twice? Back to back. Back to back. <laughs> well, those are two very Recorded an episode or front to front. <laughs> front to back. <laughs> side to side. <laughs> <laughs> well... We used to do that. We had a fun little chapter of our relationship where that happened, but were you guys so rec- much recently. Were you guys recorded two podcast episodes in a row? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, sex we talked about roofing a lot. That was a lot of stamina. Uh, How did you oh, do you, that? Oh, you didn't mean like no. back to back. You meant like physically our backs back to back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but we then just did have that sex one. With our butt cheeks pressed together. <laughs> Because that's How normal. How would that be physically possible? It's not. It's not. <laughs> that's why I was confused. <laughs> Which is why we're actually talking about a podcast. So um, this is the first time we've done that. We were just finished recording our last episode of Postpartum. Hence our coffee cups. And Which we takes are, a village. So here we are. Yeah. And we're just launching into our next episode, which it, we feel like it's a good segue from a postpartum episode because it's called It Takes a Village. And it does. Mm-hmm. And it's sponsored by... Us. Us. Uh, our own village. Our little wine s- birth village. We're sponsoring our own podcast because we are our own village and we want to be your village too. Yeah. We're proof that it really can happen. You can find it as tiny as your village is yep. with amazing booties like Meredith's. What? 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 <laughs> so what are, we, what are we drinking now? Meredith's, Meredith's village is not tiny. <laughs> That's why I said that. <laughs> it's very perky and well, it's delicious. growing like we would like our village to grow also. Meredith so. and I There's a in, lot of good analogies here, you guys. We're in fluff phases, but mine grows down, it's but hers time. grows we're out. I love to <laughs> say that. It's it. not true. I'm on my third cup of coffee. 
today or I'm just gonna, in the last? Just in the last. I'm going to need to poop soon. <laughs> can we take a poop break? We'll just do it during yeah. our regularly scheduled poop break. We can do a poop break. Um, so this is not only talking about birth, although it is going to be talking about birth. It, it takes that's a, what we do. We talk about yeah, birth. Yeah, it takes a, a village to have a successful birth. It takes a village to have, have a successful success- career. To have a successful career postpartum. Oh my God, you cannot do birth have, work. Yeah. To raise a family. To stay sane. At all, <laughs> takes in a village this world. to have fun. Sometimes you need people to not have fun so you can go have fun. AKA watching Kim's children for a really long time so she can go have fun. <gasps> I love you forever. Or her dog, or, nurse, or nursing oh God, my baby for me so I, I can did. go have fun. I did that. You've nursed two of my children. I have. I have one. I tandem nurse them. Freaking hell of a village. That's all I'm yeah. gonna say. Very lucky. So cute. Will you nurse Roscoe for me? Oh my Next time, God. no, no. There was a woman in a village that was nursing a. I digress. Move on. Roscoe's like six I feet will, tall. I will not do that. I will. I will zap him, him with those little zapper necklace. <laughs> huh? I'll zap him with a zapper necklace. Oh my god, we need those for children. I'm kidding. Yeah. So Thanks. I think it's also important to talk about because we we haven't really talked about this a lot, and I don't think we're going to too much today. But we also have bigger goals from this podcast. And um, are we unfolding those today? No, we're not going to completely. We're not going to completely them. unfold. But we we're keep you like hint at them. Yeah, you know, just the tip. We have to change that. I'm going to gag and ruin the microphone. Just moving on. But there are bigger goals and the word village is a part of them. Mm-hmm. So um, if you are so curious, you can't even stand it. You could reach out to us, uh, not publicly on our podcast, and maybe we'll drop some more <laughs> hints about what we're talking about. Buy us a round of beer and we'll probably oh, tell you yeah, about beer it. Beer gets us talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wine loosens those lips. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, it does. That's why I have five children, all conceived with too much alcohol, except for the first, because you know I was a baby. But you I was too young to drink. You mean you didn't? You didn't like? You didn't like? Too young to drink, but not too young to have a baby. Apparently, you not. didn't practice like conscious conception. <laughs> what? No, I was wearing shorts with my booty cheeks hanging out, playing volleyball. Like, oh, oh. oops. Chris, Let me lean over Chris, and get this that. is your con- this is your conception story. Don't. You're welcome. Oh, <laughs> and then your boyfriend was just like, "Oops, I fell over. Oops, oh, I, I went fell you do this over back to back, right? Again. I, went, I went on to christianmingle.com when I was 16 <laughs> and found an older gentleman. Oh god, it was easy. Cut, cut that out. Did Christian Mingle exist no, when you were kidding. 16? Oh. But it's much more acceptable to marry someone 20 years your Older. Older. Yeah, I, I think we need to cut. I don't think that's acceptable. <laughs> We're going to cut this out. <laughs> cut it out. In the words of uh, Full House, cut it out. Um, okay, so let's talk about... It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee is wearing Oh my God, off. I'm going to get really stupid. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, let's And talk. this is when we don't let Kim actually talk. We're just going to let her make noises. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about a village. Let's first talk about... Um, <laughs> your face is so red. It's almost like purple, like your shirt. I think I'm holding your my breath. Shirt, yeah. like a child. Can we just cut that last whole five minutes out? Yes. Great. Moving so, forward. Let's talk about the different phases of how it takes a village, because this is, I feel like, such an important part of our lives. And um, the lack of a village in our culture. I think that is a huge thing. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like, especially when it comes to childbearing, um, historically speaking, there was always a village that was just there. And mm-hmm. they were 
they'd all help each other have their babies and yeah, cook for you and clean for you. And taught you how to nurse and yeah. buy you your food. You watched them give birth so you knew what to expect. Right. American nursed each other's babies. Families do not help yeah. with anything that we're talking about right now. <laughs> no. And it's horrible. They're actually. very isolating. It's a very isolated style of living. And we teach yeah. independence from birth. Like mm-hmm. whether it be lock your baby in their own room and let them cry out for, you know. Yeah. Ever or and don't we reach out people. to help. Yeah. yeah, for asking for help. That was not shaming. I wasn't shaming those of you who That's not back. what I was saying. I know. I was just needed to throw that in there. <laughs> but we just kind of to be a little bit, thing I feel moment. like it might contribute to some issues, but that's just my opinion, and you can hate that if you want. Well, you know what opinions are like? Assholes. Everyone's Chapped got one, assholes. and yours is right. <laughs> <laughs> because I use chapstick on my asshole. <laughs> So it's always fresh. It's an aesthetic. Full of opinions. <laughs> Just fucking sleep with your baby, okay? Just sleep with your baby. Nurse them. Cuddle them. Love them. Have Aww. a village to help you. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. I'm just going to keep going. So I want to talk about how I feel like um, lack of a village isn't as much of a problem for people like before kids because I feel like we do have a lot of friends in this culture before that happens. But then, especially if you're the first one to have kids yeah. or you have friends that end up having different opinions about child rearing and birth and all of that, Um, And then if you're even going through it at the same time, it can be super isolating unless you have like a really, really close knit group of friends. Does anybody have an experience with that? Oh, I have two awesome friends. Well, I want to back up because when I had Chris, I was 16, clearly the only human. And there was like three other girls that were having babies in high school. But I still had a close knit group of friends. I mean, most people were no longer afraid to hang out with me in high school because <laughs> it's like it was in the water or something. So I was no longer invited over. Um, but I just looked around and the parents that were amazing had kids that were amazing. And I yeah. would be able to stay the night with them with Chris and hang out. So I feel like nowadays, if you kind of take your nose out of your phone and pay attention when you're walking around, you just kind of notice the people that are like you and yeah. gravitate towards them and be like, hey, yeah. I notice you're wearing a shirt that says tired as a mother. I too yeah. am. Yeah. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Like social yeah. media also has like destroyed our village culture because people just it has. sit on their phones and socialize. There's I'm doing like air quotes, but yeah. really not connecting with people. You're just like binging. I don't know. Yeah. Like you're just distancing yourself. Using by... Facebook as your I don't know. I can scroll through p- Facebook and pick out some pretty specific types of people. And I find that actually helpful to know who to cut out of my tribe at all times. Ooh. So there's that. Oh, yeah. Already exiling people from our village. Sure. We haven't even dove in that deep yet. Some of you are not out. allowed in. Oh. <laughs> this is not an all-encompassing village. Kim Sorry. This is an oligarchy. Kim just dove in like a muff. Um, well, because it's important to cut yeah. out the negative people in your life. That's it is. part of being mentally healthy. It really is. And so I think that's another thing too is that before we have children, it tends to be like this hangout group that it's like anybody can be a part of it and you start to as you have kids it starts to weed that out and then it can feel like you don't have enough friends especially in the early years because I know that when I first had kids I was the first one in my friend group um, to have kids and you were in Florida (laughs) I was far far away yeah myself yes Um, (laughs) sorry I don't think that's what you were doing but um, I was in Florida and um, Meredith was starting her first period (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) I was gallivanting Florida with with 
Carly and Hallie. Yeah. Mm, mm, and mm. Um, so I was the first one in my friend group to have kids and I found it extremely isolating. They all started having kids after me, but we all kind of like sunk into our own experience of having kids. And then I went from like having this really flourishing friend group to feeling super duper lonely. And then yeah. you throw in a child who was a lot different than my uh, my friend's children because they had like normal, <laughs> hashtag normal. Child babies. Is different yeah, from that didn't any scream every second. And yeah. I had a, a demon child, and um, I don't think that anybody could really understand my experience of what I was going through. And I'm also really good at pretending like everything's okay mm-hmm. when it's not. You are the master avoider. <laughs> so, did you feel like Brian had the same issue? Like, did you guys lose your couple friends, or do you feel like he continued? to be able to go out and hang out with his friends and get that like camaraderie were you like by yourself or did you both lose friends i'm just asking because this is a huge thing that occurs um we both lost friends but it was easier for him to continue hanging out with his friends which also contributes to postpartum depression which was our last episode yeah I'm not saying he was doing that on purpose. No, 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 not <laughs> at all. Natural occurrence. Um, yeah. So, it, because of all those reasons, though, it, your face for some reason is now purple. What? <laughs> I was not holding. She was my holding breath. her breath. <laughs> she was trying to choke me out and hold my breath. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think for both of us, it was a very isolating experience um, having a child and um, having different ideas about it was what it was like to raise children. And I don't feel like I totally came, you know, and I, and like I said in the last episode, I felt like that was going to be my reality for a long time, like not having people around that really understood me um, and my experience. And then um, enter stage right, Kim coming back home from Florida. Hallelujah. Angels sing. Yeah. Can you, so can I pause for a second? Because yeah. I, I feel like one of the things that we forget about in our culture, because we just don't practice it, our mothers and grandmothers went through this as well. Oh, yeah. And yeah. in other countries and other places, like we all talk about it. So when I was really like freaking out after I had Chris and like, oh my God, like he cries all the time and nobody understands. And I did, like, I remember calling my mom when he was three hiding in his bedroom on his little dinosaur phone and apologizing for all the things I had done. So sometimes we need to reach out to like our elders, sorry mom, or like generations that have gone through it. These women want to help you, like your mom or your grandmother, even if they annoy you, um, they too went through this and it might be very healing to have someone that's already gone through it that you wouldn't typically reach out to. Yeah, I think that's that's very true. And I, I think that part of this is not just to talk about the problems with not having a village, but also and how we can be that village because um, I also have another friend, um, Kai, who I really became close to during that period and we had actually completely different parenting styles, completely different like ideas about a lot of things. I don't think we could be more polar opposite if we tried other than the fact that we both like to drink. Um, <laughs> well, that'll be very bonding. <laughs> but she was always super supportive and non-judgmental and was there just to hang out and and drink and whine about parenthood and all these things and she, like she became my lifeline and then you came back and um it's crazy how when you don't have that and then it comes back and you find your tribe. It was like yeah. It's like I was I felt like I was sticking my head out of a hole like I had been like buried did, alive yeah. and I was like oh that's what the real world looks like. Right. I feel like that was like one of your defining 
turning points in your life in general. Like I feel like when it you was. talk about your emotional life, which we don't talk about a lot, <laughs> she, she doesn't have a lot of emotions. She doesn't really feel feelings, but I, I feel do. like that they're tapped down very deeply. <laughs> in a little box. So you finding you finding your village was like a defining point in your life. I feel mm-hmm. like. It's it was so definitely important. it was definitely a defining moment. And um like ever since that's happened, like it just makes everything so much easier. So mm-hmm. I feel like like having like you guys, it's it's so important to have people that you trust that you know have your back a hundred percent. Like literally which, if you kill someone, you're the people I would call to help me bury the body. So yeah. there's a thing that I need to do. Not buried. that I'm gonna ever do that. Just don't look into the bag. Yeah. <laughs> and don't. just don't smell. Also, <laughs> yeah, close that's, just your a, nose. that's just a placenta back there. Well, and I think, <laughs> An I think what's placenta. missing, <laughs> giant placenta. I think too, like in our struggles to be the perfect mom and the perfect wife or the perfect everything, yeah. we, I learned, um, and this was so defining for me that when I would feel jealousy towards people, like I would see yeah. two women out having fun or a couple like hiking together, um, I would get angry. Like, well, what the mm. fuck? Like, she's just going to let her kids do whatever she wants. Look at her on her phone. Look at yeah. her out having a beer. And I realized it was actually jealousy because these people were feeling free and not yeah. judged to do what they want. So when I found you guys who never judged me for anything ever, it was like... And if we do, we'll just call you out on your ish, but yeah. still be like, but we love you. We love you. You're OCD. Yeah, it's like a weird ridiculous, like, balance but. of being honest, but not putting enough weight behind it to be judgmental. Right. Yeah. Like I'm so not Literally jealous of you your do. traveling, but I'd be like, oh, how does Jess yeah, keep getting off Yeah, we can't even get you work? on an airplane. Well, we didn't get no. on an airplane once, but getting you like somewhere that's not Florida is a nightmare. Well, you know, I like my little space yeah. that I'm comforted in. And we like that you like, well, we don't like But knowing that, you, like that, that you are likely jealous of someone if you're feeling judgy of them and just saying, what it, what about yeah. them do I appreciate or what I like to do? I don't yeah. know. And you're not going to gain your real tribe if you're not the kind of person that people want to have in their tribe. So if you're the kind of person who... Um, acts nice to someone's face and then, you know, talks about them behind their back or is actually doing really like effed up stuff, you're not going to attract that tribe. Like yeah, if you want to attract a bitch tribe, yeah, if you want to have, have trustworthy, if you want to have trustworthy friends, you need to be a trustworthy friend. Um, I do talk about most people though. It's just not Jess or Meredith. Yeah. Just, well, so, just not our tribe. No, just, we don't talk about each other. Feel yeah. free to talk about other people yeah. to each other. Just not your besties. <laughs> it's very important. Just know where to draw that line. There's boundaries for everything. Your best friends are the, the people that you talk about everyone else with. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but not so everyone true. else. Most of you listening, we we love you a lot. <laughs> Do really? Wait, let's not let's not like let's go back to kicking people off. out of the tribe. We do want people in more we people do into want our more tribe. People in the tribe, yeah, honorary and, tribe members. And we want, yeah, we want people to have a tribe because I feel like it may be saying tribe, but also we're. Of tribe and village. A village of yeah. people that can reach yes, sorry. out. Like, good, good catch. I mean, Thanks. like, tribe is appropriate in some contexts, but a village, I just feel like, is more It like, is. Welcoming. You're right. <laughs> I didn't even notice I had done <laughs> or that. Or even if we're just a, a podcast forum for people to feel free to say whatever they want, hey, screenshot us something ridiculous and send it to our email. That oh, brings yeah. us so much mm, joy. So much joy. <laughs> yeah. I feel Maybe like we're we, sick. Well, I feel like we've been talking, Probably. like, kind of exclusively, and I think that that's because we've gotten a lot of really positive feedback about our relationship like mm-hmm. the three the friendship that we have I feel like there's not a there's a lot of like 
shaming and jealousy and meanness so in much. women's relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but like this is refreshing even for me having been in it for a long time. It still is just like so refreshing every day to be a part of this. But any, sorry, I'm going on a tangent. We are super lucky. Mm-hmm. We are super this lucky. Is not common. But we also want to be really inclusive we in do, this because sure. that's the whole point of this podcast is we would just be sitting on Kim's porch and talking about like how lucky we are yeah. and how this isn't very common, especially in the birth world. And we have so much knowledge to share and so much yeah. to give. Like, how can we do that? And this is how the podcast came out, which I know we've talked about a little bit, but I feel like yeah. when you talk about a village, like we want to share this village with others too. Yeah, yeah. We want to be inclusive in the village and help show other people that it is possible. Right. Like it's possible to have real f- friends. It's possible to have a successful career. It's possible mm-hmm. to get along with your mate and to like, um, do it all. I forget how to wrap. I'm going to wrap all that up. But wrap it, it, it is possible. And to, and to be emotionally healthy at the same time. And I feel like once I started to have my village, um, my emotional health like skyrocketed. And I went from doing that thing you were talking about where it's like you're jealous of when you see other people having fun to being happy for other people and their happiness. Well, and one of the big things we started doing for each other is like we, we know we love each other. So we'll say, <laughs> Meredith... That's not what he meant. And I oh think you're God, being yes. a little sensitive. And you know so it's, many and you know it's coming from a place of love. Or yeah. you guys will be like, Kim, shut the fuck up about your guilt. <laughs> this is so stupid. Like, just stop. And or so, yes, it's okay to have feelings. It's Let's okay. talk through them. Stop feeling guilty about having feelings. <laughs> but you have to look into yourself and see, like, what about you is turning people away? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I feel like all all women really are like longing for this. And so maybe it's not even what's turning them away. You might be an awesome person and you haven't found that because there are barriers to it, to finding it. But most of that is that it takes a lot of time and effort to get to know people intimately enough to have this close of a friendship. And um, there's not a lot of people that have the time to give to. We -hmm. only did it because we just kept getting forced together and work. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say too, I feel like birth workers especially, like there's a culture and birth work of women being like really catty with each other and not super safe to develop relationships. But I have to say, I feel like we really need to challenge that because one of the reasons we are so close is because we did do such intense work together and got to experience these like really powerful vulnerable moments together. Yeah, we kept getting pushed together and work. And, and we will challenge each other beca- because of that. Like right. when we're at births, like we have different opinions. <laughs> yeah. Workers. Yeah. We'll even fight about it in front of clients sometimes, oh, but we still we, always come back to each other in friendship. We God, try and happened. step out when we fight, but <laughs> sleep depri- deprivation can really put a toll on that. Remember that time I looked at you and said, I hate, I, wait, what did I say? I hate you right now. <laughs> I go, yes. This better be serious. I swear to fucking God. And you were like, oh my God. And I told no, Kim to shut up in front of no, you yelled at me to shut up. Oh, yeah. while, her, while the baby's head was out. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, and that's probably going to show up at another episode. And I went, <laughs> we'll do a conflict resolution episode. And Kim was like, when I finally started seeing, Kim was like, see, I told you she yells at me at birth. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> word she does. So that's, I guess that's just We're also. ganging up on you. It's fine. I'm, I deserved it. That was not my finest hour. Yeah. But, and also Nor like, as you, mine. yeah, it was not a great moment. Sorry, mom. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyways, it's like acknowledging too, like the village is not going to be perfect. Sometimes it will get tribal and we will like. Yeah go at each other but like that's that foundation of trust to build from so anyways I was just saying 
I feel like birth work is a really unique situation where like we do get to be really vulnerable and open with each other, but we I don't feel like most like a lot of women don't take advantage of those relationships to build a tribe from or a and village from. I feel like um, it's making that space too because I feel like a lot of women like we were talking about they want to have that like if you're gonna invite someone over it's like okay now we're gonna make a plan for two weeks that you're gonna come over for dinner and I'm gonna clean my whole house and. Ah. And that's not real life. And no. it's really hard to build intimacy when that's what's happening. And so it's like... I just stopped cleaning my house when you guys come over. Thank God. I, it's taken so long. What? Eight. How many years? <laughs> yeah. Well, but it, it is those and kind of things. And you still apologize things. at least three times. Yeah, yeah. It is those kind of things where it's like, just have the people that just be like, okay, you can stop by my house anytime. And if you find the right people, they're not going to care if you have laundry on your table because they have laundry on their table. It's mm-hmm. like, do people a favor and stop looking so perfect all the time because it makes them just feel bad about <laughs> like themselves. I mean, that's Kim, let us show her laundry on uh, yeah. Instagram or Facebook, or whatever that was. Like, that's a huge step for Kim. Yeah. I, feel I like love to posting like, bad pictures of myself on Facebook. Um, like when my hair's all in disarray. Like, yes, this yeah. is... Yes. This is real life, Kim. And then when I do put my makeup on, people are like, wow, what did you, what did you do? I'm like, showered. that time the person didn't recognize <laughs> you? Oh, <laughs> my God. I forgot about I that. I got super dressed up for a, whatever it was. A, what was it? Was it a wedding? No. It was a birth workshop yeah, or something. something like that. Yeah, and I had my makeup on and a dress and my hair was all done. And then fast forward like two months later, she was talking to Jessica. And she had been <laughs> at a birth or whatever. And she said something like, oh, yeah, your your friend Kim or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's her right there. And I had she, on a, a hat and sweatpants yeah. because I had been up all night. And she was like, uh, no, oh. <laughs> that's not her. She uh, looked... Different. She looks different. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize you. Right in front of me, this happened. Like it wasn't <laughs> like she was like whispering under. In other words, wow, you really do look poor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, and she loves me anyway. Yeah. So um, I think it is time for one of our regularly scheduled elevator music breaks, and um, we love we'll, our music. Yeah, we'll come back and we'll talk more about how you can gain a village and be a village and or maintain become, a village or become part of our village. And we'll throw more hints out about our future village. All right. Take a break. Cue the music. Oh yeah. Loving that elevator music. So our sponsor today is none other than wine about birth. Us. Oh, Holla. Yeah. did you know you could sponsor your own podcast? You can now. <laughs> so what's awesome about wine, about birth? Wine. Wine. Birth. Birth. And we have each other. Friendship. We're that village that everyone wants to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does so, that sound bad? No. No, I don't think I so. I mean, I don't think we've gotten to where we've been by being... Um, just say, oh just God. speak, speak the your feelings, more speak your feelings. We're freaking awesome together. We're just going for it. That's so if are. you haven't done it yet, could you please subscribe to our podcast on whatever podcast listener you listen to? We are on Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, soon to be on iTunes. Keep up to date for our iTunes release because we're going to want you to be doing stuff to help it be huge. Yes, come sit with us, talk with us, be in the crowd. It's going to be awesome. And email us your stories, your wines, and your cheers at wineaboutbirth <laughs> at gmail.com. Cheers. 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 Humble. I was trying to say humble. Humble. Humble cheers. Humble, humble cheers. cheers. 
Oh, we got um, one of the clients that we have at Premier who I had no idea. I wasn't even at her birth because she delivered her own baby. That is a story. But mm. she brought us a delicious German oh, spiced so wine. Excited. And I noticed it sitting there and I was like, is your baby an alcoholic? Because we're BFFs. <laughs> and she said, oh, I brought this to you so you guys can um, have it during your podcast. And I was just shocked because I don't really talk about my podcast at work because it's a little inappropriate. And I don't want everyone to know about it. Not for it. everybody. Yeah, it's not for everyone. So I had no idea she was listening. And I often go, oh, you listened? Sorry. <laughs> like, I, I apologize for myself. And they're like, no, we love it. I'm like, don't be God. apologetic. <laughs> I'm also so, a thousand percent sure that you're not going to like that wine. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, it's red and spicy and delicious. That's fine. I'll, Nikki's going to prepare it for us because oh. she lived in Germany. So she knows how to do it right. Always remember that confidence is super sexy. Oh, I so will remember sexy. that. Just be confident. Make it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do all the time. Not that way. That's not how I meant it. <laughs> I meant in me life. making eye contact with her. She shut it down real fast. No, I meant in life. I fake being professional at all things. Uh, yeah, we're real professional. <laughs> that sounded terrible. <laughs> I don't take the time to fake an orgasm. We've already talked about this. I don't even try to pretend to be professional usually. Oh, Every I, once in a while. She'll fake an best. orgasm, but not professionalism. But that kind of goes with like my vibe attracts my tribe team. Yeah. So I'm, like, I'm a hot mess. We're all faking it until we make it. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like if I just act like myself at consults, that the people that hire me are the people that I'm going to want to like do their births. Because I'm yeah. like, I like you. Mm-hmm. We work well together. I find it charming that I leave my shit at their house every time I go to a Oh, I do that too. I do that too. Have you guys noticed what happens when the three of us go somewhere else where there's like other friends where I'm like, let me introduce you. Oh my God, let me introduce you to Meredith Mar- oh, yeah, and Jess. And I'm like, we are nothing like, like we together, the three of us are just completely. We're all like, it's so like, a, different. it's like its own entity. Like I can go somewhere else and be that Kim. But then when we're all together, yeah. I'm like, this yeah. Kim. Different like, this Kim. isn't melding is as well as I thought it would. <laughs> I like all your other friends. Is this no. asshole Kim? I love hand gesture. I don't know why I did that. I need a joint. That's what that is. I don't actually smoke marijuana, so I don't know why I said that. But in theory, that sounds nice. Yeah, I used to when I was a child, but that was a long, long time ago. Back when you were getting pregnant at sixteen, when I was smoking joints and doing coke and playing volleyball. She's gonna want to take this out. I'm making that up as well. This is sleep deprivation. And talking. Jessica's turning purple. Now she's now Jessica's holding she's her breath. Turning purple for Kim. That was obviously a joke. I feel like I have to keep saying I'm joking and also drinking too much coffee. So sorry. She's just bringing that up because I told him earlier about how Walmart had to recall a sweater that showed Santa doing coke. That's where that came from. I had to apologize formally. (laughs) That's hysterical. And also when I posted that picture this morning of Nikki, I said something something coke a cola and, uh, then I was, and then I had to take it out because it's Pepsi and I was like damn it oh man <laughs> opportunity missed <laughs> it is so right, many Jess, rain us back in rain right. us in Jess I'm working on it I'm working on it um <laughs> So uh, we're. I think we were talking about how we're going to talk more about how villages are important even after birth in the immediate postpartum period. I yes. wanted to talk a little bit about like raising kids, like how in real villages that used to exist, 
Like the children were all like communal children. Mm-hmm. They would just kind of like run around running. and whatever mm-hmm. parent happened to be around would like watch out for them. And I think yeah. that's also something that's missing today. It's, it's that, in little pockets, but it's not super common. Yeah. Everybody's afraid to like say anything to anyone else's kid yeah. or most kids aren't comfortable. Or like even like going door to door to people's houses can be like really scary nowadays. Yeah, yeah that's like, really awkward when people go door to door. That whole thing is just strange to me. Oh, really? Cut that out as well. <laughs> I think she should be sleep deprived. She needs to be sleep deprived Somebody every time we record. <laughs> I need a nap. This um, is my version of a child's fit. <laughs> so, but I want. I think that that's super like special too. That in um our friendship when we were raising children or we're still raising children. Um, but our kids are kind of like communal children. Um, but they know there's different rules in different houses. Yeah. They do. Yeah. And they better fucking abide by those I know. in my house. But I think it's adorable how like your kids call my husband, Papa. Papa yeah, I know. And you sweet. nurse my children. I did. Evie would sidle up to me and she'd give me this weird little flirty eye and she'd be like, a nerd. Hey, no, she'd say, hey, Jessica. Jessica. I'm like, that's creepy. I'm right here. My teats are available. She's like, I want those teats. You nursed my kids and all I ever did was yell at yours. No, you're you, not at your house. That explains your children's relationship dynamic with both of you a lot. I feel like you nursed Ren before. I don't. I think you did. I think I tried and she looked at me weird. <laughs> Get your boob out of my that face. That is a huge boob. What am I supposed to do with this six pack? I'm used to having one. Oh, but I think that that's like, um, but it, but it is awesome that we do have that. Like we can kind of feel comfortable being like, Hey, um, I really need someone to watch my kid. Can you take them? Or the kids can just be like, I'm going to this house. I'm going to that house. We all just kind of like lend a hand. And all when the our kids are being a holes, we can kind of just be like, Stop being an a-hole. Yeah. Like, and I love watching how they talk to all three of us and Brian and Chuck. Like all, yeah. If they go to talk to Chuck, they all use this mannerism. And if they go to Meredith, they're like, we can do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah. she's the fun one. <laughs> and their mannerisms change. It's like, it's like they have six parents. I feel yeah. like they just stopped coming to me because I just tune them out. <laughs> you do. You just ignore all them. The you time. just pick up your phone and slowly raise it <laughs> to in front of your face. Or just and like then keep scroll. eating. You're like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And they like literally turn no, you like, guys need to figure this out yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hit me. Well, go tell him how you felt about that. And I'm screaming, stop fucking at each other. Jesus. And I'm just giggling because they're not my kids. So I don't have to do anything. This is why I'm never having children. Uh, it all I works out. I do have out. to say, we have a group chat and I'll it'll just be like, ding, 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 ding. And like 99% of the time, it's them trying to coordinate who has whose kids, who's going to take them where, and how they're all going to eventually get back to their homes, which actually most of the time they just end up at the other person's home anyways. Yeah. 99% yeah. But those, of the time those I don't have Those conversations are exhausting. I'm just watching and I'm like, these kids. It's so much work. I don't even know whose is who anymore. You just wait until you're in on that. Mm. Oh, I know whose who's is who. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is like, I wish I had the other one sometimes. My kid didn't smear poop on the wall for five years. <laughs> <laughs> that belongs to Kim. I did that. Look at that forehead. I, I that, that is Kim's That's kid. Kim's child. <laughs> those teeth, that gap, those are Kim's kids. What's happening? <laughs> I'm feeling attacked for my physical appearance. Check Jessica, out that lip tie. Those children haven't put clothes on <laughs> for seven Jessica's hours. Child. Those are Jessica's children. 
<laughs> if they're naked, they belong to Jess. <laughs> if they're not wearing shoes, they belong to me. If they're covered in permanent marker from head to toe, it's Jessica's child. Probably belong to Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see what Meredith's oh, children gosh. are going to look like. Well, we already we ha- we don't see what Meredith's children look like, but we get to see her as a parent a little bit with her bonus child, bonus and she talks to her like a little adult. Just oh, like, well, it gosh. helps that she acts like a little adult. She's the easiest child she in the is. world. So yes. whenever I have a demon child, I'm going to be like. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like pinch them or something. It's gonna be bad. Oh, I I went through a pinch phase. Yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna do that thing where you like pretend like you're like squishing their head just to like make sure I don't like do something mm-hmm. physically <laughs> to them. Or just actually squish their or head. Or just squish their head. <laughs> <laughs> they're very moldable. We learned that 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 they're made that way, you know? Their skull bones are infused. It's made for squishing. <laughs> We're not squishing their heads. We're molding them. We're molding them to do exactly what we want. It's a brain massage. We probably should cut this one out. <laughs> Guess what, guess what I did Guess what I did the other day. I can say this because you won't judge me. I don't judge. I smacked Brock oh, just he ever, so, ever so quickly and not that hard right in the mouth uh-huh. because, yeah, I did it. And I, I have not struck I a child that. in was a it poop related? very long time. No, there. it's like um, he was being disrespectful, and I will tolerate so many things. Ooh. And I know he's only almost six, but... Leaving out the details, he screamed something at me, oh, and I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Re- I instinctively just like went, and it wasn't even hard. It was just, just and I like know, a, hey, if you hate spanking, whatever. But he has not done it since. So he did it one other time, and I went, and I did that eyeball look, and I looked at him, and he goes, "I'm really sorry," and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, that's right, you are." <laughs> now go think about <laughs> how you've just disappointed me for the next year. <laughs> But I did it, and you yeah. know what? Whatever. I've struck Chuck. I've, I've so struck many children. I've struck Chuck. <laughs> I struck Chuck. I've Except never struck Chuck. Chuck liked it. He asked he for asked it. For it. <laughs> um, so I feel like it went from immediate postpartum to lifelong postpartum of having children, children. and having and to now what about them. Relationships. Like how does oh, having a village right. get you through? This oh is gosh. one of my favorite things. It's so important. I've said yeah. to like. He wasn't upset about it, but he pointed out that I was like, we are part of the reason we're still married is because I have Jess and Meredith. And he's like, well, what what does that even mean? And it's just women can communicate feelings and Mm -hmm. thoughts to each other without the feeling of like, my spouse is going to get upset when I say this. So I can like vent everything that happened and they'll say, well, he probably meant A, B, and C and that helps me. But if Chuck says it, I'm like, I don't care what you're saying. (laughs) You know, it's like, how can you, your friends, the exact same thing your partner is saying and yet it's so much safer. Or sometimes we just understand where you're coming from from an emotional point of view. So we'll be like, you're right. He's a douchebag. I was going to say, it's just like a lot of validating. Just that is validating enough that it lets you blow off enough steam. Blow off that. <laughs> um, you are then not as angry and you can go back and look at it from a fresh perspective. And so I think that's I wish super the important. The guys had that too. Like, I'm like, don't I you want to go bitch about me to someone? He's like, no, why would I do that? I'm like, okay, listen. No one's that I'm a perfect. lot. We're a lot sometimes. Yeah, it's so okay much. to blow off steam. We individually are a lot. <laughs> Us together are definitely a lot. <laughs> you got to let it out. You can't pack it down like Jess does her feelings. <laughs> our husbands do not listen to this podcast. We're like, you want to listen to our episode? And they're like, we listen to you guys drink and talk for hours all the time. We actually leave the house to avoid hearing yeah. you drink and talk. <laughs> But yeah, it's awesome to have. It's like we are each other's therapy. Everyone needs therapy. Yeah. Yeah. And a safe space. And a safe space. Safe space. And we're also not trying to sleep with each other, which mm, is oh so helpful. Oh, that. that should be a golden rule. Yeah. Yeah. If you <laughs> want to have a village, rule. don't do one of those like, communal things because it just gets real complicated. <laughs> 
Communes are great. When you guys all start sleeping with each other, it can get a little hairy. Hey, <laughs> a lot hairy. And you know, sometimes not. And that's, that's just the tip. And that's just the tip of the pubic hair. <laughs> that's just the tip of the pubic hair. <laughs> For those of you who have it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the time we went to Naked Spa and I was like, I was like, I was didn't shave for four years. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was pubescaping before I went to Naked Spa because I always do that, but I accidentally like messed up the top part of my pubes, but mm-hmm. the part of my pubes that are on my labia, I hadn't shaved yet. And I said it looked like my vagina had coughed up a hairball. <laughs> I really should have left it that way for Naked Spa. Can you do that again for this next time coming up? Just yeah. for like memory for old time I'm hearing sake. it going. <laughs> <laughs> like honey needs a move for that. Was my right cat on there. sitting in your lap five minutes ago? <laughs> your pussy cat? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, so that's part of what it is to have a village too. <laughs> when your girlfriends, about each your girlfriends hair. know what your pubic hair looks like, but they're not trying to touch it. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about earlier, I feel like for I know you guys have known each other a lot longer than I have been around, but I feel like for me, our village solidified when you opened your birth center in Stephen City. Oh yeah, it was just a little birth space. It was so cute. So it was cute. so cute. It's called um, the Barefoot Village. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that was my like. That was that's the what dream I wanted. Goal. I feel like a lot of midwives start out really wanting like a village community kind of like the farm mm-hmm. yeah but it's just for some reason no one supports each other like yeah for what it, i don't know if we're just too busy mm-hmm. or if we're like i don't like the way she does that and i'm not going to be a part of it like for whatever yeah. reason we just tend to like stick to ourselves mm-hmm. and not um, i think there's a lot of like history of trauma in that too yeah in the birth community and we work for two different practices and mm-hmm. we get along Support gloriously. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel yeah. I don't feel threatened by you, Meredith. No, not at all. <laughs> Only when I was a student, <laughs> or when you drink too much alcohol and become violent. <laughs> I don't get violent towards you. I get violent towards men. Oh, okay, well, that's well, it, all right. It hurts me if I have to hold you down. <laughs> you didn't have to hold me back. I didn't have to, but I didn't want to end up on YouTube, so I did. <laughs> did you not want to? I feel like you might have liked that. <laughs> no, I enjoyed holding on to Meredith in a very platonic way, but I would not have enjoyed us I ending feel like up I was on YouTube. <laughs> I was pissed. <laughs> I was like, "Don't hit me." Um, anyways, but what did Johnny Walker have to say about that? Um, <laughs> all right, we're gonna move on. So, so anyway, so yeah, how your village supports your professionally. So, like Kim had a vision for her birth center of it being a village. Like when I started my own practice. That I named it Linden Tree because it's like a gathering place for people. So obviously, like this idea of village and community has like strongly shaped our perspective of birth community and how our like how we want yeah. it to manifest. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, yeah, like I said earlier in birth work, you have a lot of opportunity to do that because you're in yeah. these like really intense situations together. And really, there's not a lot of people out there. So like, it's not a big community. It's actually a very small, tight knit community. Yeah. And it can be hard to hear because I know that like midwives have um, like peer review and stuff, but it can be difficult to hear criticism from people that you don't feel safe from. Yeah, for with. sure. So like it's actually a really good growing experience to have people that you work with that you can feel safe with who can like tell you, you honestly like, oh, this I like that you did this or I didn't like that you do that and still walk away with your friendship intact. <gasps> Ooh, intact. Trigger word. One of my favorite words. Intact. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're absolutely right. And and midwifery is an art. So for us as midwives, and I don't know if it's the same way in the OB community, but 
if you do find other midwives and their art is just so different, it might just be hard to um, support each other, I guess. Try to do yeah. That. Sorry. We were just talking about what, what time are you guys we're doing at? over we're there. Out what time we're at because it got split up. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I know that we've talked a lot about ourselves in this episode. We've had some people tell us that they um, wanted to hear more about us personally. Well, there you go. I was thinking about it. There's too much. (laughs) I was thinking about an idea for an episode, though, and if um, I want people to let me know if they think this is a good idea. Um, I, I wanted people to send in any questions they have for us about us personally or us work related and we or can, anything at all. And then we can choose which ones we want to answer and which ones we want to crumble up and throw in the trash. What's a daughter? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause this thing that you keep talking about. What's this hairball you speak of? Yeah. <laughs> it could be like a truth or truth of the wine about birth podcast. Yeah. So if you think that that's something that you would like to hear to get to know us a little bit better, um, not as much in a professional way then yeah, let us know if you think that that's a good idea. But um, I don't feel like this episode has... We've been having episodes that have been consistently an hour, but I don't feel like we need to go all the way for an hour because I think we've actually covered the village quite this well. Double header is exhausting. Yeah. I'm ready Oof. for a nap. Back to ready back for a nap, nap since about 3 a.m. Since yesterday. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. So I just want to say some of the things that we want people to take away from this is that it is possible to be a village. It is possible to have friends that um, that fulfill you emotionally um, and not physically. And not physically. <laughs> and the birth community can be a really great source for this village if you can kind of get through the barriers within the community to access it. Yeah. And um, if you want to have a village, be the kind of person that you would like to have in your village. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes people that you look at, like Meredith, is like my complete opposite. And it we're just all works opposites. so well. Yeah. So sometimes you might look at someone and go, oh my God, I can never. Like they're just absolutely not. But then you start talking to them, and I have a really good friend like this. And then yeah. you end up like really compl- completing each other in a way that you didn't know was possible. Yeah. I want to do look a shout out. Look outside your comfort zone. I want to do a shout out to Haley too, because she is also part of my village. She is my travel hey. village. She fulfills me in a way that you guys cannot. No, no never. We're not that fun. <laughs> Ever. Okay, We're not, not that unattached. I'm not going to do shout outs because I have a large handful yeah. of kick yeah. ass people. That Maybe would... we can do posts about it. Yes. That's a good idea. How fast can That's we say That's my challenge names? to myself. Shout to out to our, our villages that all fulfill us in different ways. And mm-hmm. I think that's also an important part of the village is that, and why I love female friendship so much is that um, it's a it's a relationship that you can be very intimate with and you can love them, but there's no jealousy there either, at least in my friendships that I've seen. It's mm-hmm. like, we can love you and love that you love other people too. Yes, um, having another friend doesn't make your friendship any less. Yeah. It's yeah. just another friendship and we can be happy for each other for our happiness in other spaces mm-hmm. um so yeah let's um uh i don't know what our next podcast is about yet we haven't decided it'll be a surprise yep, surprise yeah. episode coming so up. we are going to be taking a week off for the holidays mm-hmm. and um, even though we don't all celebrate holidays and we then still want to take off time for we're her celebrating to be with a government excuse to have <laughs> off for a week. I'm celebrating the winter time. That's what I want to celebrate. I hate the winter. Festivus for the rest of Festivus. us. Festivus. Um, yeah. And then can we just like touch on that we are super excited that we're going to be doing our first live 
episode yes, at the I don't end of think January. We've told people yeah, that. that's kind of like what we were hinting at. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just going to throw it out. I'm going to lay it out on the table. I'm going to ejaculate that onto the we're table. Ejaculate that. <laughs> Wait, what um, does that, that word the mean? Proper use of the word. I just I got an instantaneous I think in erection. It was definitely <laughs> the proper use. Um, yeah, so I'm just touching on it. We're not talking about dates. Yeah, we no, don't have a but date let's yet. just talk about our iTunes release a little bit more okay. to close off the episode. Um, so I know we did a video about this. Our iTunes release, we really, really want to make it big because that can help launch our podcast into a very successful place. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be releasing social media posts about how everyone can help us to do that. We're going to be having some giveaways. Help us help you. And then the <laughs> raise our village. And then. <laughs> the um, peak of this is going to be um, that we're actually planning on doing the episode that we want to release on iTunes as a live episode. (laughs) And we want everyone to come watch us like a show. Yeah, we're yeah. going to do an event. We're just going to put it out there. There's only going to yeah. be a certain amount of, of uh, tickets spots, available. But it's going to be awesome. Yep. And there's going to be wine and it's going to be so much fun. There's going to be and music. It's be called That Takes Ovaries because, because that's that just what this is all about. Yep. This whole podcast is about us just like putting ourselves out there. Yep. And so, so then we are. Um, if that iTunes release um, goes well and we have people that really help us to get the numbers that we want, um, we are going to be throwing a big party. Mm-hmm. Where it's not a show, we all just hang out. We'll and stay have up fun together. Oh, whoa, that's pushing it. I was thinking more of a day drinking party because that's my forte. Well, we'll see how like it goes. Noon. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> we'll, we'll go take a nap while the rest of us are hanging out. Yes. So um, to end this out, uh, we want you to listen to our podcast, uh, subscribe to it, become our village, um, join our village. Join our um, village. You really are included. And all we have to say about that is cheers. cheers.